Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> What's going on, Bulls Nation? Welcome in to CHGO Bulls oh, Post Game. Presented by Circa Sports. George would be Download proud. the Circa Sports Illinois app at circasports.com slash Illinois dash app to sign up today. Hit him with the old slash doggy. I'm Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. Join by my guys here in studio. Bulls. Big Dave. Bow. Bow. BAWL Sports. Will the goat Gottlieb, Will underscore Gottlieb, he grown. our pal and producer Joey Spathis on the controls. He's silly. Shout out to our CSU Blackhawks crew who are over in Studio B right now talking about there. a W. Must Happy be for nice. them. Must be Must nice. Be nice. Uh, sounds like they had a really fun time with their takeover event today. Uh, meanwhile, the Bulls, 123-101, taking the loss to the defending champion Nuggets. Give me a hat. The Bulls fall to 2-5 and five on the season. That's for you, Dinko. And uh, yikes. Okay, so the Bulls actually play even with Denver for a half. Yeah. They go into halftime up a bucket because I think neither team played particularly well or shot particularly well in the first half. And also, the Nuggets lose Jamal Murray (laughs) to re-aggravating whatever that hand injury was. Yeah. He plays all of 10 minutes and does not return tonight. Mm -hmm. And then Nikola Jokic... Two-time NBA MVP. I've heard he's good. Reigning finals MVP. In the third quarter said, wait, what? This is still like a three-possession game? (laughs) To hell with that. And then proceeded to poop all over our beloved Bulls. Poopity-poop-poop. Yuck. Not surprised. That is a championship team. We were talking in pregame about how, even with losing Murray tonight early in the game, Mm -hmm. Everybody on this Nuggets team seems to know their role, embrace their role, and thrive in their role. Third quarter of a close game, even on the second night of a back-to-back, Joker says, all right, enough's enough. Takes over. And there's Aaron Gordon doing his thing. There's Michael Porter Jr. doing his thing. Reggie Jackson knocking down corner threes. Uh, you know, even KCP chipping in in the ways that he is, is, uh, has become known to do on this Denver squad. That's just... A, a good team executing in the second half to put a game away against an inferior opponent. Sadly, we are the inferior opponent tonight. Yeah, I mean, I tweeted this out. Like, for me, Flex. Thank you, Will. For me, it was like watching the Bulls back in the 90s. And when you, they were a championship team. So no matter what they did in the first half, no matter how they played, you knew when the third quarter came, the game was over. You knew it. You immediately knew it. They would come out. They would attack you. They would go on a 6-0 run. You call timeout. It wouldn't matter. <laughs> they come back out. They'll play more defense on you, hit more threes, do more shots, and do more amazing things because this is what championship teams do. So just watching that whole first half, that's, I had that feeling the entire time. I was like, well, I know what this third quarter is about to be. And immediately what they do, came out with a quick 6-0 run on their ass and immediately timeout. And I'm like, game's over. You're like, we're done right here. It's time to go home, kids. Don't matter what you do from here. This is what championship teams do. This is what great teams do. They come out and they put you away in the third. It happens all the time. Like Matt said, unfortunately, it's against the Chicago Mm. Bulls. But, man, they put it on their ass, but the Bulls did them no favors either. They definitely helped them out a little bit, 
with some of the things I saw out there tonight. God damn. It's a few people I I got things to say to. But, yeah, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Ahead, I'm, I'm sorry, Will. I, I don't mean to cut you off. You can go next, but I have to get this off my chest and off my head because, oh, dear God, I'm about to explode. Oh, Hey, you know what's fun and not at all different? Here it comes. Bulls, 7 of 26 from downtown. Great efficiency on a totally normal number of attempts. Nuggets, 16 of 36. The Nuggets drill 16 threes on 44.5%. The Bulls hit seven threes on 27%. How many times? (laughs) A double hat throw? That was two. A double rainbow! How many roads must a Bulls fan walk down before he shoots himself in the face? I swear to God. I swear to God. I am so done. I am so done with this same repetitive loser bullshit. Seven makes on 27%. Oh, man. Hey, bro, that was brilliant. <laughs> that was brilliant right there. I can't wait to rewatch. Oh, the my show God. You didn't catch that? Oh, my just God. So I can see it again. Dude, that was brilliant. That was brilliant, man. Joey, I hope you caught what he just did there. It was a song he threw in there, changed some things around, and made it a Matt Peck special. That was, that was really awesome. Well done, Matt Peck. Well done. Thank you. <laughs> yes, Jelly. Miss that Bob like Dylan clack. Yes, absolutely right. Absolutely right. That was brilliant. That was brilliant shit. She was a folk singer. <laughs> uh, Will, your biggest takeaway from oh, tonight's 22-point beatdown. I mean, they're just better. Yeah. yeah. You know, like Dave always says, his favorite thing about the 92 team was the championship glow. Yeah. And... I was born that year, so it's hard for me to say I can recall what Sorry. that looked like on the Bulls. But Go born uh, in the championship year? I'm not surprised. But mm. the mm. the closest I can really compare to is the Warriors mm-hmm. when they were coming back the second year after they won with KD the first time. And it was just like, you're not touching them. Right. And it was also like the the third quarter Warriors thing was its, was its whole thing where yep. it was like messing around <laughs> for the first half. Mm-hmm. And then, all right, time to play ball. Yep. Win the third quarter by 40 points and... The starters rest the entire fourth quarter. Yep. Um, so I guess credit to the Bulls for making the the Nuggets starters play into the fourth quarter. Is that a victory? I'm not sure. But <laughs> the it's the same stuff, right? It's the three-point shooting, the free throw shooting, the offensive rebounds. If you're going to lose all three of those battles, it's going to be hard to win games, even if you're not playing against the best team in the entire NBA. It's really that simple, man. And like I said, they they, they did nothing to help them out, you know, First person I should get on here. <laughs> let me start. Let me start with this. Zach Levine. Oof. What in the hell? Talking Zach about Levine, pregame, the fact that he was getting defensive when, when Darnell called him out for his defense last night. You know what? Shout out Jason Pat because he said what I was thinking. Shout of, out Pat. He said what I was thinking in my head, man. Zach Levine is looking like a dude who don't want to be here right now. He's just looking like a dude who don't want to play for the Chicago Bulls anymore. Like, what kind of game was that from him? He was doing the old stuff. We saw it the, the fast break he had when it was literally one on three. <laughs> and he said, no, I'm going to the bucket. One on three. You can tell he didn't have a plan. You can tell he didn't know what he was doing. He just said, I'm going to do this. One on three is going up there. Zach finished. Zach, again, played 30 minutes. 12 points, four rebounds, four assists, and a steal. Four of 12 shooting. One of five from the three-point line. Again, I'm more upset at his three-point shooting than I am Kobe's because Zach is the one that was in preseason, and we were like, oh, shit, this looked like that dude. My proving to him was third-team All-NBA. Look at what I'm seeing out here. He's coming in. He's not injured. He's not dealing with anything right now. He's got his thing together. This dude don't look like he got shit together at all. He looks ridiculous out here, man. This supposed to be your best player? No wonder your team's looking like ass. If your your best player is looking like this, what you think the team is going to look at? So, of course, people are going to get on you about stuff you're saying in the post game when you're out here playing like this. It looked like you don't care. That's what it just looked like. Oh, well, I'm going to show that up. Yeah, I'm going to shoot it right there. Yeah, I'm going to go on a three. You got some Jay Cutler vibe on you right now, son. Oof. That is some don't care stuff right now you got on you, man. 12 points is unacceptable from a dude of your skill and your talent and your money. 
It's unacceptable to put up the stat lines you've been putting up these last few games, bro. Unacceptable. I can't ride with that at all. If you're telling me you're hurt, if you're telling me you're injured, okay, I feel you. He got to get better. We know Zach likes playing through injuries, man. I will never question his toughness because we watched him be that tough. But I will question your mental fortitude after what I saw tonight. I'll question that. Because I don't know how into the game or into this team you are anymore because of what I've seen right now. Us being out on the board is dealt with fans. You know what I'm saying? You're supposed to make the fans believe in you. Most No, roll with us, man. We sit over here doing our thing. How many campaigns we got to watch of you saying this shit? Every year I got to watch a campaign of you. See red, guys. You know what I mean? Run with us, guys. We're rolling with this, guys. We with you. What are we showing up for? To watch you do that? And don't tell me it's because you at home. Well, I thought in my head, like, well, maybe if he gets off the road, you know what I'm saying? I mean, when he gets on the road and everything like that, and he goes plays another team, okay, he's away from the media. He's away from all this. He can be more a little focused out here. 12 points. 12! I watched Javon Carter outscore you, bro. In 17 minutes, Javon Carter had oh 16 God. points. Oh, my God. In 17 minutes! What are you doing, man? No, and I'm only only because you're supposed to be the best player on the team. This is unacceptable after this amount of games for you to do this. You put up the 51 with no assists, which I ain't tripping on at all because nobody else helped you. But then after that, you just look like a dude who's just chilling, making bad decisions, continually making bad decisions, still turning the ball over, still taking bad shots, still not hitting your threes, still shooting a horrible percentage from the field. 33%, man. You? I, do we, you were the dude who we talked about as the 50, 40, 80 guy. You were that dude. And this is what I'm seeing? And I can't hang it on an injury? What am I supposed to hang it on then? What am I supposed to hang it on? If I can't hang it on an injury, I can't hang it on the coaching because you're getting time. I can't hang it on that. What am I supposed to hang it on, bro? I'm hanging it on you. That's who I'm hanging it on. Where you at, man? Where are you at? We need you out here. And you out here tripping and chilling and all this stuff, man. I don't like it. I don't like it. I Shout out like to everybody it. hanging out with us in the comments. Golden, I don't like it. Golden Force said Zach looks checked out. Pat looks dejected. The vibes are immaculate. 30 minutes. Rob said Big Dave spitting facts. Uh, Golden Force saying also Big Dave is just over it. Damn. I'm Dude, here for 30 it. minutes. Okay. You're the best and player. I'm sorry. Go look, ahead. I, I'm sorry. I, I fully expected the Bulls to get work tonight. I know yes, we talked in the yes. game about how the Bulls have actually played well against the Nuggets in the yeah. last few years, matched up well with the Nuggets, have beaten the Nuggets in regular season games. I, with this group that we saw through the first six games, knowing that both teams were on the second night of back-to-back, -back, and the Bulls traveled to Denver, and they have Joker and that you know beautiful collection of complimentary role players around him, it, it was so predictable. It was so predictable that this was going to happen tonight. But Bulls fans who are... The ride or dies out there, like our fellow Bulls fans are, still sit there and watch it. Mm -hmm. I mean, we, we just all subjected ourselves to doing that. But, the, you know, the fact that Golden Forge just said, yo, Big Dave is, is, is fed up. This, ladies and gentlemen, is the optimist of our crew. Mm -hmm. And he just went on a beautiful, no lies detected anger rant that makes me proud. <laughs> and it's game seven. <laughs> game seven. That should tell y'all seven very seven. simply and succinctly easy. <laughs> where this team is Anything right is possible. now. But dude, exactly. But, no, he's. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Will, I was just please. gonna say, like, to your point, Matt. I think it is like kind of a schedule loss, right? Like, yeah. You're playing the champs on a back to back. Uh, you're. It's a home away, so you're getting in late. Yeah. Shoot around late. Yeah. Uh, altitude, like, just the odds of you winning this game. Slim. Very slim. Mm -hmm. But. To Dave's point, it's the way you lost. Correct. It. It's how you played en route to this loss. And I mean, the the which loss is the worst list is like already starting to pile up. This has got to be up there. I mean, they oh, played terribly, top to bottom. They played terribly. And look, I've been defending Zach for a long time now. Uh, I think he's a very talented player, but I, I think you're absolutely right. He first of all just was not good tonight period, point blank, as you like to say. Thank you. Um, turning the ball over, letting guys run past him on defense, yes. giving up layups, taking terrible shots, um, not working within the flow of the, the offense at all. Just a, a really bad game from him. Minus 27, tied for a team worst mm -hmm. with Vooch. Um, 
But yeah, I think, and we kind of started talking about this. I don't know if we're really ready to get into it, but pre-game, I mean, these guys just, they're, the way that they're acting and the way that they're talking about this team as is as if it's already over. Yes, correct. And mm-hmm. like, correct. I think it's one thing for fans, for media members, for people on the outside looking in to say, I don't really love the way you've built this team. Doesn't really feel like it's going to win a lot of games. Was it worth the investment, the price of trading for all these guys? Probably not, but you got to let it see. You got to let it play out. And AK and the front office and the head coach and the team, they have to be the ones that believe in in themselves, the product and their potential. Mm -hmm. And I don't know when that flip switched. I don't know if it was last year. I don't know if it was during preseason. I don't know if it was during the OKC game on an opening night, but something flipped and the way that they interact with each other, body language wise, um, even just like the way that they're talking about their teammates in the media, like what Zach was, what we're talking about pregame. I mean, Zach did not want to take accountability for the way that he played last night. Um, You know, we've talked to Billy a ton this year and he's said stuff like, we have to be better decision makers. Mm -hmm. We need to help each other. We're not doing that. It's like, you guys aren't good at making decisions. (laughs) We're talking about like low basketball IQ. You're not helping each other. Like, are we talking about team that doesn't want to play for one another? Mm -hmm. And then, you know, Zach and Damar are coming in the media and saying like, look, I I agree. We we need to change the way that we play. We need to add more motion and movement and creativity to our offense. But at the end of the day, we're still going to get ours in the mid range because that's what we do. (laughs) And it's like, is that buy-in? I don't, just from the outside looking in, from right. reading the tea leaves and reading in between the lines, right. that's my read of it. Right. And I'm not saying that any of these guys have explicitly said any of that stuff because they haven't. No. But when you hear that stuff, when you, when you see what you're seeing, and then when they lose games this way, where they're just not playing for each other, yeah, it's hard to think any differently. Yeah, you just look at this stuff and you don't want to be insulted, you know, as a fan. You understand the ass whooping's coming. You get it, like you stated. You, like you said, a scheduled loss. You get it. You understand who you're playing. But, damn, when you're out there and you look like you just do not care, and this ain't the first game that I've said this, this ain't. I've said it. I said it a couple games back. Nothing drives me more insane than a team that doesn't show me the effort. I can't deal with that. I'm talking about effort in the seventh game of the fucking season, bro. I'm talking about effort in the seventh game. That is a damn problem. That is a everybody problem. That ain't a one-person problem. That's everybody. But here's the main thing about it. Your best player is the one leading the charge. Your number one dude is the one who I'm talking about who don't have the effort for you right now. 41% from the field is what he's shooting for these games right here. That's what he's shooting. That's before the 33%. Correct. That's before tonight. Tonight, excuse me. You know what I'm saying? That's before what went down. That's all I'm saying is if you're the dude, everybody's, whether you like it or not, and whether you believe it or not, they're looking at you, and they're going to take whatever you put out and put it in them and use that. If you're putting out bullshit, that's what they're going to take in. If you're putting out lack of effort, that's what they're going to take in. If you're showing them you don't care and you're not being accountable and not accepting responsibility, that's what they're going to take in. That's what this team is going to be and accept is exactly what is made because you are the one on the squad. And again, and I know I need you need other pieces around, whatever. I ain't, that has nothing to do with effort. Nothing to do with you going out there and doing your best and trying your hardest. And it just doesn't look like you are. And the fact that I'm questioning it in game, forget game seven, I was questioning it in game four. I was questioning it then. Now I'm questioning more now. Now it's just more magnified because now you're on NBA TV playing the Denver Nuggets. Shout out DMVR. You were just playing those guys. So now it's just more magnified out here. Nobody on the team scored 20. Not one player on this team, on this team scored 20 points. Your closest was Vooch with 19. Nobody. Not one. That is bad. But it starts with you, Zach Levine. Because you are the guy. You are the number one dude. Whether you want it, whether you don't, 
you are the guy now, especially with DeMar clearly aging. Clearly, I think there's something wrong with him with um, being injured and things like that. But what did he do? Played 33 minutes, put up 17, 3, and 6 assists. DeMar did that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, why is he out here doing this? This is what you should be doing. These are games I should be like, man, Zach Levine dropped 40. He balled out. He did his thing, bro. No, I'm over here talking about do you even want to play? That's what I'm over here questioning right now. Do you want to be on the team? Do you want to be on this right now? It's trash, bro. It's trash and it's bad, and I hate it. I hate it. Alex in the comments said, Javon Carter has me thinking, I left the Bucks for this? <laughs> Man. Uh, yeah. Bulls Why would he care? Because it's Bulls his job. Second highest point getter tonight, Javon Carter off the bench in limited minutes. Uh, let's take our first break, and then we will come back and continue to Commiserate with one another, Bulls Nation. We'll get to y'all's comments, uh, any and all super chats that we have. There's there's a lot of blowed up talk in the comments. And you know what, y'all? I feel you. After that <laughs> game, this two and five start, I feel you. Uh, while we are sharing these words for our friends and sponsors, you know what to do. Bless your hearts for being here. While you're Thank here, you. hit that thumbs up button. Helps us out a lot. Make sure you are also subscribed to the CHGO Sports YouTube channel. Tonight's episode of CHGO Bulls postgame brought to you by our friends at Empire Today. Going to have to wait until at least one more game. Still ain't seen the bet. Before we unveil the Empire Today goon of the night. Sorry, Will. Sorry, Joey. Sorry, chat. Maybe we'll get there by April. Maybe. (laughs) With Empire Today, you get shop at home convenience, the right products for your needs, quick and professional installation, and a low price guarantee. Empire is the best place to get new flooring. So, of course, they have copycats amongst their competitors but they can't beat empire on quality they can't beat them on service they can't beat them on speed so all they do is advertise low quality products that empire doesn't even bother to carry they don't promise the lowest prices because anyone offering lowest prices is putting junk in your home with your flooring that they wouldn't put in their home nope simple as that Uh uh-uh Empire keeps shopping for floors simple with a curated product selection. Their philosophy is help you find what you need, not overwhelm you with thousands of choices and substitutes. Mm. What Empire leaves out of their selection is just as important as what they put into it. Their product team exhaustively combs through thousands of products each year to find the perfect (laughs) styles. Also, on their website... The cool feature they call the virtual floor designer. It makes Mm -hmm. looking at different samples and different kinds of flooring from the comfort of your home Uh on your laptop, on your phone, Uh super easy. How's that? Just snap a picture and then instantly see how different floors look in your space. That is easy. Shopping for floors at at big box stores can be frustrating. You might talk to somebody working in the flooring department today that was dealing with the plumbing department yesterday. They're Mm. not experts. Mm. Flooring is all that Empire Today does Mm. they live and breathe flooring like the bulls front office lives and breathes hashtag continuity Mm. they pride themselves on convenient shop at home service they help customers shop for floors where they use their floors so they can see exactly what the floors will look like in their homes with the lighting with the decor that you have there so you can make an informed decision schedule a free in-home estimate today all of our chgo bulls listeners and viewers will receive a $350 discount when they use that promo code CHGO. Restrictions apply. See EmpireToday.com slash CHGO for details. 588-2300-DAVE! Empire Today. See what I did? Man, that jiggle cheered me up. Yeah, it did. Make me smile. It's nice to do those things. Empire Today never fails. With their jingle, they just won't. me up. They just won't. And I'm not going to lie, when I started the ad read, I was in a dark place. <laughs> and there it is. Right there. You know what I like to do when I get to those dark places, man? What's that? Pump some iron. Ooh. Get some cardio in. You know, get a little work in like that. What's that like? You know what I mean? Oh, it's pretty good. No, I've never tried it. Well, I know a place you should try it at. <laughs> Where's that? That is the Midtown Athletic Club. What? Oh, man, you can go get sexy on them, man. That's, that's like in my neighborhood. Yes, it's right there. <laughs> you can go get sexy on them and take the goat with you. Well, don't take the goat. He might embarrass you out mm. there. Because as soon as goat, you know what I mean? I don't need to work out next to Will. That would only <laughs> make me feel bad about myself. <laughs> But you can go work out, ladies and gentlemen. Go out there and get yourself right. What you're saying to yourself, wow, Midtown Athletic Club, and maybe there's only one location I can go to. 
Palatine in the northwest suburbs. Oh, they got one on the North Shore. Oh, Willowbrook in the southwest suburbs. Midtown Athletic Club and Hotel in the middle of Bucktown and Lincoln Park. You heard what I said. I said athletic club and hotel. So you could put them up and then catch you some sleep afterwards at the same time, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, and of course about that Palantine one. The Midtown Palantine has launched a multi-million dollar transformation of the club, which will be complete in early 2024. You guys could lock, lock in favorable rates if you join before the end of the year so join for the end of the year get yourself on down in a multi-million dollar club ladies and gentlemen the ultra premium brand y'all it's awesome like that let me just read you a couple quotes people just throw us like that midtown chicago is the nicest fitness club i've ever been in Come on, man. I don't even, even want to read no more. That's it. That's all you need to know. It's one of the best. It's one of the best. Need to roll like that, all right? They got the cool features as well. They got the super luxe locker rooms with the wet and dry saunas and premium amenities. I love a sauna. That's my thing, sitting in there, just sweating out all the ridiculousness of what I just watched, getting it all out of me, man. It's a beautiful situation. A collection of bouquet fitness boutique, excuse me, fitness studios with more than 100 classes per week included in your membership. All right? This isn't gym quality. The spaces are boutique quality. Oh, they got it all, man. They got the yoga. They got the boxing, they got the spin and the cycling, they got the cross training, and they got the group exercise. Amazing outdoor and indoor pools, and, of course, the Gottlieb favorite, they got hot tubs. You can sit on in there and soak it out. It's an awesome thing, man. The best tennis courts and programming in the sport. Midtown has indoor and outdoor tennis, pickleball, and paddle tennis. They got it all because it's getting cold out there. So guess you're going to need to be trendy sports. Yes. <laughs> trendy or not, Matt's not playing them. <laughs> but he has an opportunity to when he goes to the Midtown Athletic Club. So head over to the Midtown.com slash C-H-G-O to tour the Midtown Athletic Club nearest you. Midtown Athletic Club. Sweat it out. Ooh, sweat it out. Sweat was that it out. was that tagline in the actual copy or was that a big Dave tagline? That was a big Dave tagline. I'm shocked. <laughs> shocked, I tell you. Uh so when my sister came to Chicago to visit earlier this spring, she stayed at the hotel Midtown oh, okay. Athletic Club in Bucktown. Awesome. She said not only was the gym incredible, enjoyed her her workouts at the gym that they had, but she said the hotel itself. Gorgeous. Amazing. Wonderful man. amenities, incredible staff. Y'all got to go check them out. Check out Midtown. Several locations. No and excuse. I say that while also acknowledging to y'all that my sister, high standards, <laughs> high maintenance. <laughs> that girl will leave a one star Yelp review at a hotel that she does not find satisfactory. Mm. Matt Peck, and though. And she won't, she won't even be mad at me for saying that. <laughs> Matt Peck standards, though. <laughs> <laughs> Just give me a beer and a beef sandwich, man. Beef. <laughs> My standards as a Bulls fan, however, are Ugh. not currently being met. Oh, they are not. My God. You know what, Joe? Let's jump into some of these Super Chats early. I feel like this is a Ooh, this is a, time? This is a group grievance, get it out night kind of night. That. I'm so with let's, that. let's dive in and see what our fellow Bulls Start fans with are Jake. saying. <laughs> we, we got a Jake Super Chat? We got a Jake Super Chat. Oh, my goodness. Landman. Zach is like the dude during a group project that shows up unprepared the day of the presentation, brings everyone down with his bullshit, and then complains why the group got a seat. <laughs> Same exact shit with the Bulls. Yes. Wow. That's our boss. And Ricky <laughs> says, I agree with Jake. I wonder if there was some sort of underlying subtext there with Jake. Is he talking about anybody in the show? Jacob, <laughs> let us know. But that was amazing. That was I mean, amazing. That's, that's and pretty, I feel him on that. That's a pretty astute. Comparison. Oh, it's pretty on point. It's also that student is like the most talented. Right. And the standards are the highest. Right. And they're still coming in and not trying. Mm. It's it's a damn shame. We also got some super chats in from AK. AK. AK says roster construction, three point percentage over the last 10 games. Levine, 32%. Mm. Pat Will, 21%. Kobe Mm. White, 23%. Mm. Vucevic, 29%. DeRozan, 31%. Caruso, 31%. Mm. Three-point shooting tonight. Bulls, 7 for 26. That's 27% to the Nuggets. 
44%, 14 of 31. Is Hashtag the floor is the ceiling. Can I can I read you guys a quick uh, related stat Please before do. we move on to the next one? Go stat. Our guy Eli Schuster tweeted this out this mm, morning. Shout out. Eli. He said, the Chicago Bulls have been outscored by behind the arc in each game this season. Against OKC, they were outscored by 21, outscored by three against Toronto, by three against Detroit, 18 against Indy. 27 against Dallas, 21 against Brooklyn, and 27 tonight, again tonight right? 27 points. So in, in three of their five losses, they were outscored behind the three-point line by 20-plus points? Yes. <laughs> we, yes. Super duper. Uh, actually, that would be four, four of the losses. Four of the five. Mm. Four of your five losses, you were outscored behind the three-point line by 20 or more points. Mm. Some near 30. Mm. Way to change that chat profile. <laughs> I, wow. I mean, we, we had our skepticism when we heard what we heard from the front office of this team, from the coach of this team, from the players of this team. Yeah. Talking about how this season was going to be so different in so many beautiful ways offensively. We're going to improve this 24th ranked offense. Vooch said there's too much talent on this team for us to have the 24th ranked offense. We're going to increase our pace of play. We're going to keep the ball moving. We're mm. going to create good looks. We're going to get more threes. They are 27th in offense right now. Mm. 27th in offense. Out of, offense, th- out of as, 30. As I mentioned in pregame, 30th dead last in pace of play offensively. Mm-hmm. And they can't hit the broad side of a barn from behind the three-point line. And they're getting worked. The, uh, the offense is getting a lot of the attention, though, and as it should. The defense has slipped oh, yes. in a big way. Huge, yes. Yes, they we, are giving up 116.3 points per 100 possessions. That's like five points worse than last year. Six. Yeah. And they are 24th in defense. I mean. Compared to fifth last year. I know there's a lot of like big picture, the sky is falling grievances on a night like tonight. But just to loop it back into tonight's game, and Big Dave, I know you had a comment about this as we were watching it. Like, and we mentioned it in pregame also. The Nuggets, they don't play fast, yeah. but they pick you apart without playing fast. Yes. And it's just simple, logical ball movement and player movement. Correct. And you're like, at one point after their umpteenth wide open three that they drained, you're like, God damn it. (laughs) All they do is just make screens for each other off the ball, make cuts, and have smart players who can make the right read and make the right pass. And then the- Whether you're making a pass to get a good open look of a layup or a dunk in the paint, Mm. or making the right read and the right pass to find an open shooter. They make it look effortless. And the Bulls are like, just digging a hole trying to find offense. They are working together to make easier shots for themselves. Mm -hmm. And the Bulls are working individually to get harder shots for themselves. Mm. And yeah, I mean, it's so obvious. Like I think a lot of Bulls fans mostly watch the Bulls and don't watch a lot of other teams. And even when you watch the Bulls against other teams, your focus is mostly on the Bulls. But if you just like separate yourself from that and watch how some of these other teams play offense, it's a different sport. I mean, it's just a different game that they're playing. It's like guys running off of screens, cutting, open layup, uh, back cutter, to another cutter, open mm-hmm. layup, kick it out to a, th- a three-point shooter. And because there's all this movement, now you're getting offensive rebounds because your guys are cutting towards the basket anyway. And they're beating the Bulls in that area of the game, which is something that they've done actually a really good job of this year. Yeah. So it was true. just like every single statistical category. I know people like get annoyed by the three-point stuff, and that's fair. Like It's not just about threes. That's a big piece of it. But it's like, are you getting into the paint to generate – layups Mm -hmm. get fouled and then spray out for three and then get offensive rebounds and the bulls weren't doing any they got beat in every single one of those categories uh rob in the comments said well said goat bulls are masters at finding the hardest shot yeah uh and we've talked about the fact that you know the the bulls backcourt of kobe and zach have struggled particularly with their three balls so far this season kobe and zach combined to go two of nine from downtown tonight but i saw both of them at various points tonight and yelled at our TV at both of them when Kobe and Zach both passed up good looks at threes and put the ball on the floor and dribbled somewhere and the possession ended with a worse shot yep. than the one that they passed up. Yep. I, I mean, it, it's got to drive you crazy. 
to watch that over and over and over again. Why are they making it harder on themselves? Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but they continue to do this. And we saw Kobe do it. We saw him take the pump fake and then go to the bucket, make it difficult. Ugh. Zach did it pretty much the whole game. Take the pump fake, go to the cup, make it difficult. I just don't understand why it's continuing to be like that. And then it, looking at stuff like even even the plus minus, okay? Your entire, your entire starting five was in the minus. <laughs> Let's start there. Minus 18, minus 19, minus 19, minus 27, minus 27, minus 11. Your only guys who were in the plus were Pat and Andre, Pat right? and Andre. And that is it. Woof. Everybody else, <laughs> that's how it went Woof. for them tonight. It's just, it was just bad. It was just completely bad. And the effort was bad. On, on their side too. Oh, and let me lay in the Billy's ass too. Like to, he's the other one I was Whoa. I was upset. At. Joey, Joey, zoom in. Just he on was the other oh. one I was upset at on, on this one too. There we go. I was upset at Javon Carter. Yo, sat there Yo. and he came out on fire mm-hmm. from the three point line. Mm-hmm. Actually, looking like the only person who wanted to be out there Transition at one point threes, in time. Pull up Back threes. To, listen, he went on a six zero run by himself, mm-hmm. and then not after that, he hits another three. And immediately, Billy takes him out the game. Fine. You know what? I didn't trip on that part. I said, okay, takes him out. Okay, all right. I didn't agree with it, but it was okay. My problem was when it got to that third quarter and you saw that run happening, you saw those things going down. What happened after that? He did not put him back in the game until it was well out of hand. You was like, the game's done. We're finished now. Okay, you can get in the game now. And what does he do? I don't proceed to go ahead and continue to score the bucket. Let me continue to hit these threes for this team right here called the Chicago Bulls. What is it? 16 points, like I said, in 17 minutes. Four or five from the three-point line. They hit seven threes. Seven. He had four of them by his damn self. And look. Why why doesn't that have – no, hold on. Why doesn't that – why isn't that in the game? Why don't you put that in the game? How can't you feel that? How can't you say, oh, my God, this dude's kind of hot. He's feeling nice right now. I should leave him alone and leave him in the game. No, I'm going to take him out and put a one-armed Caruso back in the game. The dude put a damn leather jacket on just to cover his arm and get back out there and play. And you were like, no, that's going to be a better option than the dude who was out here cooking these dudes. That shit I don't understand, Billy. That's the shit I do not get. And I won't sit here and defend that kind of stuff right there. That's trash, man. That is a terrible decision. You go with the player with the hot hand. Why do you think Toy Craig is in the starting lineup? He's playing better. You didn't at one point say, oh, you need to go sit down, man. Patrick, get all these minutes right here. No, because Toy Craig is cooking. You let him get out there and you let him play. Javon Carter has been playing much better. Didn't he have 12 points last game? I believe he had 12 that last game, man. Javon Carter's been playing much better. He deserves at least an opportunity to get out there. But damn it, when he's your only person hitting threes, you have to leave that alone. There's no other reason to put somebody else in who is not doing the same damn thing or even anything close to it. That was a horrible mistake on Billy Donovan's part. There it is. Uh, And it's not just the, like, why not play – Javon more minutes tonight when he's playing well and Caruso is about to lose a limb. It wasn't just why are you keeping Caruso out there when he's about to lose a limb. Kobe was not playing well tonight. No, he was not. Like, yeah, I know he's this team starting point guard, and but like we were talking in, in last night's post game about whether or not we still believe that Kobe is deserving and earning of that starting point guard role. And if he's not playing well tonight and Javon is, then let Javon play more minutes. Put him in the game. It's simple shit. I was going to say simple game, but I'm not going to say that. But it was just simple shit, man. And, and no, I don't – listen, I don't think Billy's a bad coach. I'm not trying to tell him he's a terrible coach. He's not. Billy can coach. But that's what makes it frustrating because I know he can coach. And I know he's good at it. This is what makes it frustrating about Zach because I know he's good. And he's not doing that shit for whatever reason. That's what makes it even more frustrating when you got people that you know are good, as, as Jake just said, people with all the talent in the world not showing up for the project and then complaining when you got to see when I know that you got that talent, I know you got that skill, and you're still doing stuff like this, it will always drive me insane. Ah! <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, it's just simple shit. Mac for a better tomorrow in the comments. The Bulls finally broke Big Dave, November 4th, 2023. <laughs>
Mark it in the calendars of the history. Time books. of death. Time of, that's Will's thing. I mean, nobody's more excited at time what, I mean, of death and like, than this honestly, man. like that again. To put it in, yes. in perspective, this is the earliest I've ever seen the Bulls break Big Dave. Well, I think <laughs> we've been watching Bulls and pretty pathetic Bulls together for five years Ooh, now. You're right. We've watched some bad teams. You have not broken earlier than November fourth. Oh, setting records, setting records out here, man. Well, you know, and I think part of it is that, like, some of those earlier teams that we were watching that had Zach on them, that had yeah. Kobe on them, we were expecting them to yeah, be. Yeah, I was expecting the, the trash. Trashy trash. Right, trash. I understood it. I got it. I, fi- I figured it out. But, damn like, it, when you're not even trying, man, I can't, I can't ever roll with shit like that. Will. Go ahead, Will. I just can't. And it's, it's even, more, Buzz, even more the case because this isn't new. This is what my argument was the other night. It's like. It's early in the season. You don't want to, like, write anybody off yet. The same way you don't want to, like, put a ceiling on a young player. Like, you know, it's there's still time. There's a lot of games left. It's a long season. Don't get too, too high. Don't get too low. That whole thing. But this is – it's not the same mm-hmm. for this Bulls team because they've been the same team. You can't treat it as if it's a new season when it's basically a rerun of the last season. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Drew Rich in the comments, it's not really seven games. It's the same damn team. We've seen this movie before. Precisely. And that's why it breaks earlier. Precisely. Because you've been watching the same thing, as yeah. Will just said. But it broke me early because the effort, at least I saw effort out of this team. At least I saw them uh, trying to do something. Like, damn. <laughs> Vanilla chill. Don't care. Run it back, baby. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I can't rock with that, man. Sports Chicago style, run it back. Yeah, I mean, this is... This is the, the frustrating thing that I think a lot of Bulls fans were afraid of. Okay, okay, you're running this back again? We have questions and concerns. You didn't really answer the questions and concerns, but okay, we're running this back again. Two and five. Great start. Give me I.O. Great start. <laughs> and like now, yeah, two and five. If you're trying to get back to 500, back to above 500, when's the last time they won four straight games? Mm. Uh, they never won four games in a row last season. Correct. So it's been a minute. It's been a while. It was January twenty. No, it was no, February. The first game of the year when Lonzo was here. They won the first. They went four. That and was old. their first. They had a couple of four yeah. game streaks. They went four. The last and one old. was February twenty fourth, twenty twenty two. Because remember that was Zach's first right. time. Yeah, ever winning four. So uh, twenty twenty one. The last right? time. No, twenty twenty two. Yeah, last Lonzo's time. first. Thing. Right, which is right before we launched HGO and the bowl season fell apart. Yep. Yep. February of twenty two. Yep. Yep. Makes sense. Check out. Yep. All makes sense. Uh, all right. Let's take one more quick break, and then we will come back and get to more of y'all's comments, more of y'all's super chats on a dark night for us Bulls fans. But at least we're hanging out together, right? Woo! Ow! I'm happy to be here with y'all, man. Same. I love having this platform to come up here and vent this and get it's this up great. off my chest. Yeah. Because I feel great afterwards. I promise you. Appreciate y'all for hanging out I hope out y'all with us. do too, man. Although I think, uh, what was the name of that person earlier, Joe, in the comments? Orlando? Orleans? Yeah. Thinks we're too silly. Yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Clearly came in looking That's for fair. new Bulls content. Not a fan. <laughs> That's fair. Well, since you don't like the silliness, you can always tune in to Bulls HQ with our guy Will and Mark Kate. There's plenty of well, silliness there, get all there that too. right there. <laughs> There's some silliness there, too. Some. Not, <laughs> not as much. <laughs> not as much. Just a little bit, though. Marquette might come Both in with HQs a cool outfit. Both have their own mascot, and it's a shady dingo. It is. I mean. And sometimes Marquette might show up dressed like Slash. Like, those <laughs> things can happen, too. And old Will shows up dressed like, like you, man. He can do that as well. Can't Honor. pull off the mustache quite Also, well. Will, you got to work on your outfits, man. Like, that not. I thought you just looked like a cooler Tom Cruise when you had that on. I was like, this is not Matt Peck. Like, where's was, the hat? The only thing that looked the, like me was, was just a very young mustache. Yeah, it was the yeah. mustache and the, and the sunglasses. And you, the you had, but I, don't, I don't own Shady Rays yeah, as yeah. like a part of my look. Yeah, that's true. He doesn't. That's true. The hat. The hat Everyone. Look, he said, yeah, you do. <laughs> He's telling you you do, yeah. God damn it. And you will accept it and like it. <laughs> Because the goat said it. The goat said it. Goat this said is what it you so must have. be true. That's right. Hate to tell you. <laughs> but this is what you look like from now on. Hate to tell you. Hate to tell you. How you doing over there, is Joe? It, is it summer yet? It's not summer yet. Are, is it, are we ready for summer? Joey didn't hit his uh his bet tonight. Sorry about that, Joe. It's all right. Not every night we can. Uh, I missed my yeah. parlay by one goddamn joker assist. Sorry about that, too, man. <laughs> if only the game were closer and he still needed to be out there for the remainder of the fourth quarter. Need a one assist. I missed my parlay because Joker fell shy, and it's the Bulls' fault <laughs> for not keeping the game closed. 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> Tonight's CHO Bulls postgame brought to you by our friends at Circa Sportsbook, who keep their tight money line splits and low hold model. At Circa, games always strive to be at minus 110 on those spreads because that's what will give you the better, the best value. A lot of other sports books you'll look at, you'll find minus 115s, minus 120s on just picking either side of the spread. Circa doesn't do that to you. They also do not limit players based on their winnings. Every player has the same limits, unlike other sports books who do limit the players that are on hot streaks. They encourage bettors to download all of the various sports betting apps that are available to us these days and compare. Yeah. Compare the odds, compare the spreads that are available because Circa is confident that more often than not, you'll find the best odds offered at Circa. Mm. They also have the best unparalleled mm -hmm. customer service, real people behind the Circus Sports brand who resolve issues on the app mm. in a timely fashion, unlike other sports books who use those dreaded chat bots that everybody wish would just go away. <laughs> All aspects of the app are being run by the same team that run the actual Circus Sportsbook at the Circus Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, which all of us here can vouch for. Incredible staff. Amazing. Impeccable. Yes. Download the Circus Sports Illinois app at circusports.com <laughs> slash Illinois dash app today. <laughs> also, be on the lookout for Circus fun events here in Chicago. Watch parties and tailgates. If you or someone you know may have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-426-2537. Text GAMB to 833-234 or visit areyoureallywinning.com. First of all, shout out to the over 300 people in our chat with us right now. But the 64 likes, guys, we got to get that up there right there. I know what to do. Unacceptable it. numbers. Oh, show them the thumb. Ah, it's perfect. Dang it. Look how perfect this thumb is. Go point to your left. Hey. Well, actually, he's pointing down. Yeah, yeah there you go. There you better. go. Hit it. <laughs> but hit that like. And continue to show us the love as we continue to put this out there to you. Because one thing this is definitely brought to you by is beer. Beer. <laughs> Goose Island Beer Company, ah, y'all. Ah. One more time, Joey. Ah, ah. Do one more for Texas. Ah, ah. CAGO supported by the Goose Island Beer Company. It's been Chicago's beer since the Jordan year. That's 1988. Of course, they got an awesome roster of beers, y'all. The 312 Wheat Ale. That's the classic. The full pocket pilsner would stay right out there. Cheers, sir. Rawr, rawr. <laughs> of course, the beer hug family. Him. Yes, he did. The beer <laughs> hug family. And of course, since it's taking place this weekend, Joey's favorite time of year is here. Daylight savings time, baby. Oh, look how pumped he is. We get it's an extra hour down. of sleep tonight. Extra hour. Ooh. Going down, baby. No, that doesn't bode well for me. Oh, it bodes well for me. <laughs> I need that. And I know a couple of you all need that as well. But since that's happening, time for the Oktoberfest beer. Mm -hmm. Enjoy that. Mm -hmm, it's delicious. Mm -hmm. It's tasty. And you'll like it. Where can you get it? Well, you can grab an ultra-fresh exclusive beer at the Goose Island Original Brew House on Clybourne Avenue in Lincoln Park or from their tap room on Fulton Street in West Town. It's the Goose Island Beer Company, y'all. Chicago's beer, the true taste of Chicago. Chicago. Cheers, y'all. Cheers. Goose Island always helps a tough night for Bulls fans. You ain't never told no lies in here, Matthew mm. Peck. Is the truth. Uh, Joe, let's pick up where we left off with those Super Chats. I believe we have more to crank out. Appreciate yes. y'all throwing a Super Chats tonight. Thank you. Uh, Fernando says, tell us to boycott and not to go to the games anymore. Still <laughs> waiting on you guys to say it on your channel. <laughs> Why are you waiting on us, man? Uh, well, except for the takeover on the 17th, knock yourself out. Yeah, be On there. the 17th, let's all go. What's happening on the 17th, Matt? The CHGO Bulls takeover. What? Yeah. It's going down. Bulls magic. Uh -huh. We'll be there. Y'all mm -hmm. should come hang out with us too. If you want to come with us and yell from where we're sitting in the United Center about how you are not pleased with this team and you feel like they are not doing a good enough job, that is well within your rights. And you should do that. I probably will be doing something similar. Also, I love going to the United Center and letting them know when I am not pleased <laughs> about the product on the floor. Or even when he's not there. Or in, well, yeah, but my, <laughs> they don't hear me the same through the TV. That, you're right about when that. When I yell at the TV, I just feel like I'm just, I'm yelling at a TV. Yeah, you're right. It doesn't you're have right the same that. impact. You're, you're right about that. And also, it's the in-season tournament as well. 
It so is. You're, Another you're in-season tournament game. See red, baby. That's It'll right. be fun. Get them retinas Lots ready. Red. <laughs> yes, the retinas are ready. Go ahead, Joe. Uh, okay, here we go. Vandal, Vanden Patel says Levine has blamed Jim the Clown Boylan. Now he is discrediting Billy. In the end, we have a team that plays for themselves. Matt, please throw the hat 20 times. <laughs> I don't know if that's 20, but there's one more for you. Well, first of all, the dude is a clown. He was a horrible goddamn coach, but <laughs> let's, not, let's not do that. Bulls are barely scoring 100 points and are 2-5 and five already. There are 75 games left, and asking again at what game number do AK mm. Mark Eversley pull the plug? Mm. The results of roster construction are clear. There are no more excuses to pull. And that's the interesting one because I don't think that at the trade deadline, I do believe the moves be made, but that is a good question. When will those moves be made? That's, How soon I mean, will they make those moves? Do, do you, if the Bulls front office actually faces the reality of the situation right now mm-hmm. and makes proactive decisions to change some things, uh-huh. to try to fix this? Like, like you just said, I mean, how quickly do you pull the trigger of that decision? Yeah. Cause, I mean, like, what, what's the point of doing a two and five kind of winning pace for another month? I think that's really what it comes down to. Is this going to be a team that's three games under 500 for the whole season? Or is it going to be a team that has a minus nine net rating and is heading towards a top three pick in the lottery? Mm-hmm. Well, At that point, like, do you even... And, I mean, and that's why I'm skeptical the that, they, that, that they will blow it up at some point early, like well before the trade deadline, and skeptical that they will even blow it up then because if we recall last season, the Bulls' point differential and ratings suggested that they should have had more than the 40 wins that they right. had. They, were they lost a lot of close games that, that they probably team. should have won, and those <laughs> numbers, true. those advanced numbers, might be helping inform certain decisions of the people who make managerial decisions for the Bulls. Well, if that, that, that can't be the case this year. Like, last year, I actually agree I'm, with I'm that. not validating it. I'm just yeah. saying that that might be the way but, that they're looking but at it. But last year, I definitely agree with that. Like, there were a bunch of games that I felt like they sh- could have pulled out and could have won. Yeah. I haven't seen that at all They've won year. the two games that they exactly. had. Exactly. Damn it, get out my brow. I was just about to say that. But that is exactly it. Like, the ones that I saw them win is the ones that they pulled out. The other ones, I'm like, well, yeah, they just lost them games. You know, it was nothing like, well, man, if we did this better, this better. No, you're shooting like terrible. You're playing like ass. Like, that's the difference. <laughs> like, that's the whole difference. You were top five in defense last year, right? So that means you actually were putting in effort. So that means you were actually trying and show- saying, hey, we can actually be some kind of team. Because defense takes effort. You can't be top five without putting it in. That's just how, that's that simple. So to show to not have it this year, just let you know you're not putting in the effort. So no, that the the numbers should not show that they were anywhere close to winning any of these kind of games, bro. And thankfully, a bunch of them were blowouts, so they won't show that at all. No, no, there won't be no excuses, man. They're gonna make these moves, bro. Uh, it's not a super chat, but shout out to Manny Valentine in the comments who said Peck and Big Dave are like the Bulls, mediocre. Hey, hey let's go. I will take that. I'll compliment. take that, baby. Thank you. I'll take that. You know what? My man. Bulls ain't even reaching mediocre right now. <laughs> I will happily take mediocre. And thank you for I've tuning in to mediocrity. I've to be anything more than mediocre. I appreciate you tuning in to mediocrity, Thanks man. Thanks for watching. Hey, come on out to, to the takeover. And come enjoy more of the mediocrity with us, man. Come get this mediocre hug that I got for you. Come on, baby. Get this love. I love this. This is awesome. Melvin says, rebuild seems like an easy solution to Bulls fans, but thing is, what has AKME done since taking over in 2020? Show you could trust him in a rebuild. Draft Pewell fourth, Marco, Dale and Terry, Billy extension. Oh, geez. Very I good mean, point, Melvin, and this very is another. This is another whole episode or week or month of yeah. episodes. I uh, mean, that, that is the tip of an iceberg of a very terrifying And real thought. Um, and very real. And definitely good a question like, I posed. I, I gained a lot of appreciation and, to a certain degree, respect in the summer of 21 when they made all that shit happen. Yeah, they made Alonso. They got Alonso. Yeah, they made Immediately. Alonso. Immediately. Yeah. They got Caruso. They got DeMar out of nowhere. Yeah. They did all those things. Gar and Pax, not in a million years trying, could they have pulled off all of those things in one offseason. And I saw some of y'all in the comments earlier tonight, and I don't know if you were joking, but I sure as shit hope you were about bring back Gar Pax. Don't you freaking dare. Don't you dare suggest such bullshit. 
We might be getting real worried about this current Bulls front office, but don't you ever dare suggest that bullshit. All right? Not here. That was two throws, right? Well, one a, a fell drop. off. That was a drop. Okay. Yeah, that, that was a drop. That was a throw. Yeah. But. Just one for the official counters there. I for those for those for those, those keeping score at home. I saw them make those moves, and I was like, "Damn, those are good offseason moves." Yeah, agree. And that, like, even knowing that those happened after the Vooch trade, which we were on the fence about. Can I, now, can I make a distinction there? Yeah. To me, it was wow. They paid a lot to execute on a vision that they had. Right. And I think that's a separate thing than just let's go out and get. This guy, this guy fell into our, like, I think they really had a vision for what they thought could win basketball games. Yeah. And I think they overpaid for almost all those guys. Agreed. But it was worth it, in my opinion, at that time, because I wanted to see them execute on a plan. They right. had a vision for what that would look like, and it worked. But and I think what's crazy is that now that they've got all their guys, it seems like the ambition to try to find new ways to win just isn't there anymore because they they believe they still believe they can win with this group mm -hmm. and to me like if we're talking about a blow-up situation i still don't think that's happening just because i think they still believe that this team can turn it around and i think they will because the way that they have played in the past okay then even even how they played in the past will not saying I'm, i agree with it i know i, I don't, know but but even how they play i've ne i haven't seen them play like this yeah. You know what I mean? That's that's yeah. the difference for me. And that's you got to update and your priors. You have to say, look, this is I know they went 14 and 9 after All-Star break last year. Definitely not the same team. But guess what? They were what whatever 5 6 games under 500 before that. Yeah. yeah. Like but you have to look at the larger sample here. Yeah. Like look who was cooking during that time. This team actually is. Like Zach was cooking. Like he was balling out. Your defense was top notch. Like, those things were happening. None of that shit is happening right now. You're bottom of the barrel in everything. Everything. Yeah. There's really nothing you're doing well. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, I think that's the main difference for me here. Is, is all, you can't, I can't lean on what you did in the past because you're showing me nothing of what you were in the past. You're yeah. a totally different person right now, and I don't recognize you at all. And, and just going back to I, Mel, Melvin's Super Chat, th that question when I was defending and, you know, re-remembering some of the good things they did in transactions in the offseason two years, three years ago now. Uh, th the draft record is concerning if you're talking about actually blowing this up and then trading away Zach, DeMar, Caruso for draft capital to start over. The guys that you've drafted since you took these jobs in 2020, how can Bulls fans feel encouraged about a rebuild that's you know focused on young draft picks yeah. for the next couple of years? If we're sitting here yelling about Patrick Williams every night, Patrick Williams just got benched. Marco, where, where'd you go? Bye. Playing overseas. Cool. Dale and Terry getting sent down to the G League. Two I'm, points, one rebound. <laughs> it's, it's hard to have faith in a rebuild right now if, if, you're, if you're that skeptical about the Bulls front office and their scouting and drafting abilities, which I think Bulls fans have a right to be skeptical, skeptical about right yeah, now. Yeah, agreed. Uh, Joe, any more Super Chats? Uh, yeah, we still got a few here. So, uh, Ricky said earlier, I agree with Jake, and then he also said, are the general managers from the Bulls and Bears comparing notes? It's like that one kid who in class who gets an F or D cheating off the kid who's also failing. Hashtag tired. <laughs> A lot of analogies about school out yeah. here. <laughs> Andrea says, I was much happier before Bulls basketball started. Same. Sad. Um. AK says, do the Bulls do a mid-tier rebuild, in parentheses, trade DeMar, or move all big three for draft capital and run this season with P. Will, Kobe, and Julian Phillips? You, you know, I, I run okay, this. Okay. I mean, that's not running much of anything. I think the I – st I still think there's a long, long season ahead of them, and before any major trades happen – it's going to have to get worse than this. Yeah. Sad to say. Yeah, I agree. But the most I can see really happening, unless like somebody comes out of the woodwork with like a godfather offer they can't say no to, I could see like one of them getting traded. But I just, I don't think they really want to go that route. Mm -hmm. I, just, like, I mean, like you said, it. they overpaid to put together this team that they wanted to be, expected to be competitive. Mm. Yeah. Mm. 
to start over after overpaying, well, you, you still, still owe a pick to San Antonio, by the way. You, you got done with the Vooch trade. Uh, you know, you, you don't owe anything else to Orlando at this point, but you're still paying for this team that you've assembled <laughs> that's two and five. You know, I, I saw I saw some interesting stat from uh, Andy Bailey. Shout out to him. Shout out. He was talking about plus minus, you know, on this Bulls team. And he was saying, DeMar DeRozan has the team worst plus minus. Do you know what his is? Coming into this game. Like total? Yeah, his plus minus, yeah, of this season. Don't his know. Minus 58 was DeMar DeRozan's. The well, next, next worst was Vooch, who was a minus 28. And then he's, the Bulls are a plus 19 when DeMar DeRozan is off the floor. Now, the minus 58 is more wild to me than the plus 19. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying it's to diss on DeMar or anything like that. But it's just when things are going truly bad for your team, these kind of shits leak out. These kind of stats come out and what it's shown. And I also like the tweet Andy Bailey said today. I don't understand how the Bulls can keep this roster together through the deadline. That's what we were just sitting here talking about. That's why I just don't see it. I don't see it. and I feel what you're saying. I trust, and I that's feel where, 100% that's where I was at this of time what you're last saying. Year. And yeah, I think that's. I'm that's, here this year, but for me, it had to be shown. You're just smarter. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you can't think that everybody is on your level mentally. You know what I'm saying? Because they're not. You, that's why you're the goat. I, so you might see visions ahead of people that they didn't see. Some people have to feel it to believe it. Well, you're not hard headed. Hard headed got to feel it to believe it. Okay. And so this front office feels like they got to feel it. They got to run into that wall a million also, times and see the blood splatter all over. And they say, oh, my God, I should stop hitting my head on this. It's also harder when it's your project, your baby that you put together. Yes. I, I understand the hesitancy. I disagree with it, but I can understand <laughs> where they're coming from. And, yeah, I mean, I think it's just it's easy to say let's blow this thing up, and it's harder to figure out a plan of, one, how you're going to do that, and, two, where you're going to go from there. Because you don't just, like, get rid of Zach. Like, I think people in the comments right now are like, I'm done with Patrick. Mm-hmm. But you have to have a plan for, like, who are you going to talk to right. in those conversations? Right. Who's going to give you value for these guys in return? Are you going to get draft picks? Are you going to get young players? Are you going to try to stay competitive and just, like, trade it for a different bet? Um, and then, yeah, like, what does that do for you long term? Whose development do you prioritize? How do you accumulate enough draft picks to where you feel – like you actually can go with a youth movement um, and, and still be able to supplement this team with multiple draft picks going mm-hmm. forward. Because I think that was the real issue with the last time they rebuilt was Lowry, good, good player for the Bulls, obviously got, he's gotten a whole lot better and we'll see Oof. him on Monday. Um, Chris Dunn, like whatever. Zach, good, good prospect. But that was, I mean, they gave, they they got a pick swap. It was it was Zach and a pick swap basically mm-hmm. for Jimmy. Like nowadays, when you're trading stars, you're getting multiple first round picks down the road, yeah. and you're banking those into your future and and giving yourself more bites at the apple. They basically just tried to boost the value of their own pick, and they need to do that. But they also need to accumulate a ton of other assets. I think that's a lot harder to do. Mm-hmm. It was it didn't really happen that much when they traded Jimmy. Then it started happening a ton, mm-hmm. and now people are like, okay, let's bump the brakes here. I don't need to be giving up three future first-round picks and two swaps for DeJounte Murray. Like, <laughs> let's maybe not unload our entire draft capital for the next seven years. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's harder to get those picks. So it's harder to now, if you're AK, say, all right, fine, fan base, I know it's been rough, but I'm going to trade Zach Levine. I'm going to get the 22nd pick in this year's draft and salary filler. Like, that's not good enough. So he has to take his time and figure that out yeah. for what is valuable return. But he has to get to that conclusion before he can even do any of that. And yeah. I think that's what now to the deadline is going to be. got to figure. Oh, Zach that 51-point game, Zach ain't exactly doing yeah, anything I'll, to help his God, trade value. Dang right it, now. you get up my brain. I was about to say it out my face. Uh, we got my brain. Last two super chats here. Come on, Joseph. Defensive breakdowns are insane. Also, for a team whose three-point percentage is as low as it is, there is no effing reason Torrey Craig should be the only person out there fighting for a rebound while everyone else has sauntered off. Sauntered. True. That is from Jelly. Jelly. I did see Patrick Williams make an offensive rebound tonight. He did. One. 
He went for one and then gave one up. There you go, Pat. And then AK says, can you think of how many teams are worse than the Bulls in the East? Wizards. Wizards, question mark. (laughs) Let that sink in. That's it. That's the only team I can say confidently right now. And who knows? We might lose because, you know, Jordan Poole puts up 60. (laughs) Yikes. Um, We are out of time. Thank you, everybody, for hanging out with us tonight. It's a tough night for Bulls fans. I think we kind of saw this coming. But when when you see it coming, (laughs) you still got to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, The Bulls are off tomorrow, as are we. Back in action Monday against... Bears. Our old friend Lowry Lowry. and the Utah Jazz. Shout out. Speaking of, make sure you tune in. CHGO Sports coverage of Bears Saints tomorrow. Bears. Pre-game, post-game from our CHGO Bears crew. T-Bag. Secret Bajor Man time. Uh, Hit that thumbs up if you haven't done so yet on your way out. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you to anybody who did tune in for the first time tonight. Please come back. We're here before and after every Bulls game this season. Wait, Joey, uh, over under on, on the mat, what happened? What was it? Nine? Nine and a half, I think you said. It was a ten. Oh, hey, it was ten. Just hit the over. That means ah. I'm one. Big day got one. <laughs> I got one in. That was so close. I did slack I slacked Joey like two minutes into the show. I was like, can I cash out? <laughs> <laughs> As I was walking over that way and Joey was on this side of the office. I was like, Joey, I stop bringing him the hats back. <laughs> after the game was over, I yell, I'm going to need some hats, Joe. He did say that. <laughs> he definitely said that. Yeah, was, it's gotta I, be I, a good day. That was a great line. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I no. thought I thought there would be an apathy element that kept it low tonight. Oh no, I, w- I was apathetic last night. Tonight, I was like, I'm still apathetic, yeah. as I've said, emotionally removed. But this shit's embarrassing, <laughs> and I, we you got it. Excuse me. I know and I already 11. hit the over, but you got just the extra. You got to fix this shit, Bulls, because we Bulls fans deserve better than this. We really do. We deserve we better, really, man. We really do. We deserve better. We will try again on Monday. Have a great remainder of your weekend. Bear down tomorrow. Tune in to CHGO Bears coverage. And uh, we'll talk to you. Uh, follow Will on Twitter for all of his Bulls reporting and updates. Will underscore Golly. Big Dave is at Bow VWL Sports. <laughs> Our fellow producer, Joey Spathis, is at Joey Spathis. He's a hero. Uh, <laughs> I am Bulls underscore Peck. We are CHGO underscore Bulls. Hang in there, Bulls fans. <laughs> See Red be good. Y'all silly like the mayor.